0: for the seeds that will be sown in the hearts of your sons and daughters this morning, this afternoon. I thank you, Father, that they will not return the same way they came into the house of the Lord today. I thank you for the anointing of your spirit that changes, that transforms that conforms us into your very image, into your very likeness, that we would become sons and daughters of our good Father. So, Father, thank you for your Son, Jesus. Thank you for pouring out your Spirit today. And we give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. And we lift up the name of Jesus over Chicago. We say Jesus is Lord over Chicago. We make a declaration in the spirit now that Jesus is king. Jesus is Lord over Chicago. Thank you, Father, for what you're going to do. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah, that light's a little bit bright there. Well, I so appreciate your pastor. We we landed in America on February 20th. And I've honestly been looking, really, really, honestly been looking forward to this time together with our Metro Praise family here in Chicago. So, as my wife said, I, I want to... Um, catapult from something that my wife's uh, i want to go to a scripture that my wife shared in the first session how many people were here in the first session oh all new people a couple people hung out all right praise god so this is a scripture that she shared um it's found in romans chapter one beginning in verse 10 i'm going to read it from the passion translation see NIV on the screen, but it's, it's close enough. It's the word of God. It's good. It's food. Is anybody hungry? Speaking of food, is anybody hungry? Yeah. Anybody hungry for the word of God? Yeah. Oh, I'm so hungry. I got to have more of Jesus. I'm desperate to see more. I cannot continue to live the way I've been living. There's got to be more. I'm pressing in for more. And even last night, I I was with with Brother Joe, your pastor, and we're hanging out, we're fellowshipping, and and, uh, he says, well, you know, I just got back from the outreach, and I'm hungry, and I want to treat myself. So he breaks out the chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream, the waffle cone, and the M&M's. Sorry, kids, you guys are in bed. <laughs> we had just put the kids to bed. And 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 I, you can see, I'm not a very big guy. And he's like, we need to fatten you up. And I says, Well, I'm doing this thing called intermittent fasting. So I eat in a in an eight-hour window every day. And he goes, Well, do you do this for spiritual reasons or for health reasons? I said, both. Both. Because I'll begin, say, 8 o'clock at night, and then I won't eat till noon the next day. But it was already 9. He goes, you're not under the law or anything, brother. I said, absolutely not. And I felt like even as I was thinking about this, I heard the Spirit of God say, taste and see that I'm good. Taste and see. I heard him say that for you guys this morning. Taste and see that I'm good. There's some things that you've you've asked the Lord. You've petitioned God about. But he wants us to take a step forward. A step of faith. We're all on a journey to find the heartbeat of our Heavenly Father. Every single one of us. We're just on a different journey. Our journey is different than your journey. But it's a journey of faith. And this walk that we're walking. It's a walk of faith. And we know that the scripture says. Without faith. It is impossible. To please God. So faith. Is what pleases God. And we know that we're saved. By grace. Through faith. Not of works lest any man should boast. But. He's prepared the good works for us to do in advance. And we do the good works. We do them out of a relationship. We do them because we love Jesus. So I, I'll get to that scripture. Don't worry. We do the good works because we love him. Um, in South Africa, I was teaching at a Bible school. And every, every new group of students, I would be teaching how we're saved by grace Through faith, not through works, lest any man should boast, as Paul says in in Ephesians chapter 2. Otherwise, we nullify the work of the, the finished work of the cross. When Jesus said, It is finished, he meant it. He meant it. He said, It is finished. So if you have to do the good works, then you're working for your salvation. You're nullifying what Jesus already did. But we get to do the good works. We get to do it because of a love relationship with Jesus. And we do them because we love him. And we do it out of relationship. Amen? Amen. God's bringing his people into a place. He wants to bring his people into a place of total dependence upon him. Where he is our source for everything. The Bible says in him we live, we move, and we have our being. It's all found in Christ. The most important relationship you have is your vertical relationship. It's your relationship with Jesus, with the Father, in the Spirit. More important than anything. Anything. That is the most important thing. And he's calling his people back. I believe that that he's calling his people back into a place of devotion, into a place of reading his word, of sitting at his feet. I'm hungry. I'm not just hungry for food in the natural. I'm hungry for the word of God. The scripture tells us Jesus was led by the spirit into the wilderness. And then he was hungry. And then the devil tempted him. Said, turn these stones into bread. And Jesus says, man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And then there came two more temptations. And both times Jesus said, It is written. It is written. It's the word of God. So I believe as I'm sharing this afternoon, there's going to be an impartation of hunger for the word of God that you've never had before. And I know you get good teaching here, but I believe that there's going to be an impartation that's going to be released for hunger for the word of God. We can eat all. I love to eat, but I. I I came off a season of fasting and seeking his face because I'm desperate for more. I have friends dying of cancer. And why aren't they getting healed? I'm pressing in to see more. You know, God has created us for a purpose. For this purpose, the Son of Man was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. You and I are alive To destroy the works of the devil. Sin, sickness, disease, and death. Those are the works of the devil. And we're alive to shine his light. To share his love with everyone we come in contact with. We must know him. I got to know him more. I have to know him more. I'm desperate. What worked... Five years ago, we're constantly in change. The one thing that's constant is change. And in our journey out of South Africa, as Pastor Joseph, we spent 10 years. It was home to us. It's where we lived for 10 years. That's a long time. And when the Lord said, it's time. We, we, we actually got a prophetic word in March of 2018. But we didn't heed the word. We put it on the shelf. We were looking to buy a house. We wanted to live there. But how many of you know that God will do whatever he has to do to get you to the place where he wants you to be. And, the, and your suffering, your trials, your tribulation, it's for a purpose. And it's not to destroy you. But it's that you would become more like him. It's to transform you. It's that you would know him. That you would know your purpose. That you would know what you were created for. We're not alive for ourselves, friends. What did Jesus say in Matthew 16, 24? He said, if you want to be my disciple, the first thing you must do. Deny yourself. Deny yourself, take up your cross and follow me. So what's that mean? Die. Die already. Die to your desires. Get in line with him. You were predestined to be conformed into the very image of God. He works everything together for good. For those who are called according to his purposes. Those that love him. He doesn't waste anything. He's not going to waste anything. Because he loves you. And whether it be an injustice, whether it be persecution, whatever it might be. It's that we might be transformed. We might be conformed into the image of the one who created us. Jesus. Hallelujah. Okay, let's get to that scripture here. Just a little appetizer. Romans 1, verse 10 says, My desire and constant prayer is that I would be able to come and visit you according to the plan and the timing of God. You know, the one one thing that I've learned in Africa is that God's timing and my timing aren't always the same. Anybody learned that lesson before? God's timing, but he he knows the right time. It's good to know the will of God, but let me tell you the timing of God, that's also very important. You don't want to step out out of season. God has you planted here for a reason now, that you would become a disciple that you would learn to deny yourself. That means it's not about you. It means you serve. But you, you don't serve grumbling and complaining. I remember when I went to Bible school in 2003, I had worked 17 years in the convenience store industry as a manager, 15 of those years as a manager. I averaged working 55 to 60 hours a week. For 15 of those years, getting up at 4 a.m. Then I go on a missions trip in 2002 to the Philippines and I get the call to the nations. I gave my heart to Jesus on April 28, 1990. After I gave my heart to Jesus, I thought I was losing my mind. I come off of 12 years of alcohol and drug addiction. From the age of 12 to the age of 24, I missed the 80s. I had several hundred blackouts in the 80s. I don't remember the 80s. I went to the psychologist, and this is what he said to me. He said, people in your condition, in your state, will never become a productive member of society. This is what he told me. And there's power in words. But you know what? The Lord knew I could handle that. I said to myself, I'll prove him wrong. I wish I could see him today. <laughs> Come on. With God, all things are possible. There's nothing that's impossible. And I can say I haven't backslid. I put my I set my eye on the cross and I looked to Jesus. Now, I didn't say I became super Christian right away. Uh uh-uh. I struggled. In the beginning, it was four years before I was free of cigarettes, I quit the drugs, I quit the alcohol, I got free of that. I had a pastor after I told them what the psychologist had said, he said, that's a lie from the very pit of hell, I rebuke that in Jesus name. He said, you are a new creation in Christ. The old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. When we surrender our heart and our lives to Jesus, everything becomes new. I couldn't go. And and I know AA is good and there's a purpose for that. But I couldn't go because they would want me to confess that I was an alcoholic. And my pastor told me, I'm not an alcoholic. I'm a new creation. I'm a new person. The the slate has been wiped clean. I'm a new person. And so I I just dared enough to believe him. And in 2002, after going on that mission trip, I knew that this is what I was created for. This is what I was alive for. Then in 2003, I quit my job of 17 years, went to Bible school, and we had a 12-hour work week at our Bible school where we had to serve for 12 hours. And all the students were complaining. Uh, we had three or four hours of work duty a day. And I thought to myself, I'm on vacation. I'm used to working 12 hours a day. I have so much free time to be with Jesus. And I had this wonderful season at Bible school Of sitting at the feet of Jesus, of being with Jesus, spending time with him, reading the word of God. And just when we came back from South Africa and we were in Omaha for the first month, the Lord spoke to me and he says, it's time to go back to your first love. Sitting at my feet, reading my word. It's where he's bringing us to. There's power in the Word of God. We talked about this last night at the dinner table or after, about the next move of God. It's going to be characterized by three things the fear of the Lord, the revival of the Word of God, and the authority of God will be released. This came from one of my pastor friends. In Ankeny, Iowa. And then when he said the authority, I heard the spirit of the Lord say, authority with consequence, as in the days of Ananias and Sapphira. If we will walk in the fear of the Lord, but we have to know the word of God. We have to be a people of the word of God. More than anything today, We this is our weapon. I shared this last time I was here and I know it was it was a quote and I'm going to say it again. Every time you read the word of God, you sharpen your sword. Every time you read it, it's your weapon against the enemy so you can cut off the head of the enemy. It's the word of God. It's sharper. Nancy quoted it. It's sharper than a two-edged sword, dividing soul and spirit, joints and mirror, even the thoughts and the intents of your heart. It's alive and powerful. It's your weapon. It's your weapon when you're out there. We're constantly bombarded with thoughts and images, billboards and screens, demanding, saying, look at me, half-dressed women on the screens. Come on. The enemy is using all kinds of media to try to get us caught up. You know, there's a scripture. It's James 1.27. And this was on our website. And um, about true religion. James 1.27 says, pure and undefiled religion before God and the Father is this. Visit orphans and widows and they're in their trouble. And that was on our website. And you know what? I had read this so many, but I never read the second part, and to keep oneself unspotted from the world. The world is trying to get our attention. It's trying to suck us in. But we have to be a people of God that stand for righteousness and truth and walk in integrity. God has given you a voice. Use it for his glory. In the beginning, God said, let there be light. And then there was light. God spoke Light into existence. There's power in the words that you speak. There is creative power in the words that you speak, friends. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. What comes out of our mouth is important. But equally as important is what we look at. It's what we receive. It's what we watch on TV. It's who we hang out with. That's why I'm so was looking forward to this time because for three weeks, we get to come together. And now I can read the verse that I want to go to. Right on time. Verse 11, I yearn to come and be face to face with you and get to know you. For I long to impart to you the gift of the spirit that will empower you to stand strong in your faith. Verse 12. Now this means that when we come together and are side by side, something wonderful will be released. We can expect to be co-encouraged and co-comforted by each other's faith. So what I'm really excited we're talking about preaching, and, 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 you know, I don't take preaching the word of God lightly. And I know your pastor, for him to give up a Sunday, I feel honored that he would give. And I told him, I said, I said, Joe, I got this Father's Day message. It's 30 points. He goes, no, I gave you, you're getting one week, you're getting one chance, and that's it. But I don't have to, I don't have to be up here. I'm more excited to be at these leadership groups and to be that we can be co-encouraged, that we can mutually edify one another, that we can occur, encourage one another. I love it how Pastor Joe, he honored us and, and he really lifted us up. But honestly, we're just humble servants and we just love Jesus and we love his people. We, I mean, I, I just, I feel so much love here. It's like it's family. And every, we, everywhere we go, our family keeps getting, but it really feels like home here. And it's not one person higher than another. Let's read it again. Now, this means that when we come together and are side by side, Something wonderful will be released. We can expect to be co encouraged and co comforted by each other's faith. We can go deeper. I encourage you, if you're not part of a group, at least join it for the next three weeks. We want to go deeper, we want to just share the love of God with you. We have a good Father who gives good gifts to his children. He's so good. You know, every single year, I ask the Lord for a word. And for 2019, he gave me a word. He said, 2019, I know we're halfway through almost, but he said, 2019 is the year of the fire of the Lord. Deuteronomy 4.24, the Lord our God is a consuming fire, a jealous God. He's jealous for you. He's jealous to spend time with you. He wants to hang out with you. He wants to fellowship with you. He wants you to talk to him. He wants you to walk with him not day but just day by day but hour by hour minute by minute and how do you get to know him you spend time with him you meditate in his word you know Joshua 18 says this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth but you shall meditate in it day and night And do everything according to the way it's written in it. And then I will make your way prosperous. And you will have good success. It comes from reading the word of God. You need a financial breakthrough? It's a two-step program. We talked about this. Two steps. Meditate in the word of God. And do what it says. This book of the law not so in the law we know in Joshua, it was he was talk, it was talking about the first five books shall not depart from you, but you shall meditate in it day and night, not just a five or 10 minute devotion in the morning. Or, and I know that's not the case here, or ten, but meditate in it, chew on it, walk and talk, ponder, share with your brothers and sisters. And then I will make your way prosperous and you will have good success. If we will become people of the word of God. Is anybody hungry? It's the year of the fire of the Lord. When when I went for my prayer walk and the Lord shared this word to me, he said, 2019, no one will escape my fire. it's either the fire of purification or it's the fire of his judgment if you're not walking uprightly. Maybe you'll be like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego who went into the fire. And then in the midst of the fire, one like the Son of Man appeared to them. Whatever you're going through, Whatever challenges you're having in the midst of the fire is where the Lord speaks and meets with you. Moses, in order to ascend the mountain. Do you know the mountain was on fire? So the only way into the presence for Moses was through the fire. I'm hungry for his presence. I'm hungry for more of him. We got to have more. There has to be more. I, for one, cannot continue living the way I've lived in the past. There has to be more. I've seen miracles. I've seen God do crazy things on the mission field. Stuff that still sometimes has me scratching my head. I'm having trouble believing it. But God is faithful. God is good. But I'm still, it makes me desperate and hungry for more. And I'm realizing I am not alive for me. So after 10 years, when he said go, I said, as my wife had shared, well, I asked him, what's next? And he said, as you go, you will know. So that means it's a walk of faith. We are all on a journey To find the heartbeat of our father. The reason Jesus came was not just simply that our sins would be forgiven. But it was to reconcile us back to our father in heaven. In whose image we were created. And that's the image of love. Scripture tells us that God is love. And if God is love and we're created in his image. It means we were created for love. It's why we're here. And how will they know we are Christians? By our love for one another. By how we treat one another. Let me tell you, you go outside these doors, people are watching you. Scripture says the lamp of the body is the eye. Hallelujah. And if the eye be single... The whole body is full of light. So if our eyes are focused on the cross, is focused on Jesus in the finished work of the cross. It's single. Our whole body is full of light and we shine for him. Turn with me to um, Philippians chapter two in line of what I just said. Philippians two, verse 14. Does anybody know this verse? Philippians two fourteen. Oh nope. Do all things without complaining and disputing. You know, Pastor Joe can appreciate this, and I know if he preaches the word, whatever he preaches, he lives. I didn't even get an amen out of that. What's up with that? Amen? amen. If, we're, if I'm preaching, if I'm living what I'm preaching, it imparts spirit and life to you. There's an impartation that's released as I speak the word. It's truth of the word of God that sets you free. It's the truth that sets you free. Somebody got it, a couple people. Come on. Okay. Do all things without complaining and disputing. The reason is, verse 15, that you may become blameless and harmless children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation among whom you shine as lights in the world or in the universe. So when you complain, uh, when you murmur, honey, those potatoes are a little dry. That that meat was a little overcooked. Your light just got a little bit dimmer. When you complain, when you murmur, when you gossip, when you slander, it dims your light. Got to live. For Jesus. We we have to realize if you want to truly be his disciple, you must deny yourself. You're not alive for you. We left South Africa. It was I'm telling you, when we left, we gave everything away again. I did it when I was single. This is a testimony. I've we're we're living what we're preaching about giving and radical generosity. Because we have the re- revelation that anything we have, it's not ours. We are stewards. We are ambassadors. We represent the king wherever we go. We're ambassadors of reconciliation, reconciling hearts back to their father. We're ambassadors of love, loving people wherever we go. When I was single, sold my house, gave everything away, 2003. It was easy. I was single. No problem. Now I have three beautiful girls. And here we did it again. But when I did it the first time, six and a half years later, I moved to South Africa and I reaped a fully furnished house. Come on, fully furnished. So freely we receive, freely we give. As you go, preach the gospel of the kingdom. Heal the sick. Cleanse the lepers. Raise the dead. Cast out demons. Freely you've received, freely you give away. Gave away the car. Gave away the truck everything we own. My wife said it. We came back with five suitcases, one for each of us and some homeschool material. We can't take the stuff with us. Not everybody's called to live the radical life we are. Not everybody can do it. But let me tell you, it's freeing. It's really freeing. And he whom the sun sets free is free indeed. It's the love of money that's the root of all evil. Things are not bad. Things are not bad. Nice houses are not bad. Nice cars are not bad. Just don't let them have a hold on you. First things first. Jesus, align yourself up. Keep your eye on the cross. And then meditate in the word of God. Do what it says. And then all those things will come. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all things will be added unto you. As we seek him first, as we put him first, he takes care of everything. He answers prayers. He's faithful. We're all on a journey to find the heartbeat of our Father every single one of us on a different journey. I want to know him. I want to just know him. And I know him when I fellowship with his people. I see Jesus. I see Jesus in you, sister. There's so much light coming forth from you. If you could even imagine. You're you're filled of his glory, of his light and love. We don't realize we were created in his image and is to be just like him. Think about that. Just meditate on that for a few minutes. That means you are brilliant. You're beautiful. You're amazing. You're intelligent. Your words have creative power. That means there's nothing that you can't do. Even the unbelievers were created in his image. The people out there, they were created in the image of God. They just don't know it. They're waiting for you to shine his light, to share his love. I wish somebody had shared the gospel with me those 12 years. Nobody ever shared the gospel with me. I know the scripture I read About will be co-encouraged. I know the Lord brought us up here for a reason. Not just to pour into you, but that we might get an impartation of the hunger and the fire for evangelism that you all carry. It's a mutual faith. It's a co-encouraging that's happening. It's the body of Christ. It's not the man of power for the hour. It's the body of Christ. And Jesus being the head. It's why we can be, we don't have to agree on the same thing or everything. But we put first things first. We, be, we hang on to the true doctrines of the faith. But there might be some things we don't agree on. It's okay. It's okay. How are they going to know? By our love for one another. By our love. The gospel is really simple. It's love God and love people. It's not any more difficult than that. It's simply love God and love people. Change the world. Change Chicago. Change your neighborhood. It's one person at a time. Who's the most important person? The one that's right in front of you. The cashier at the supermarket. The person at the bus stop that you're talking to. The lady who you opened the door for. Come on. It's calculated acts of love and kindness. Kindness. January 27th, the Lord told me, he says, you're not a missionary anymore. He says, I'm calling you to be a farmer. I'm going to send you to America. You're a farmer. You're going to plow the fields. You're going to plow the fields of America. You're going to dig up the hard soil. And you're going to sow seeds. You're going to water seeds. So I'm a farmer. Wherever I go, I sow seeds. I water seeds. I speak truth. I walk in integrity and righteousness. If I'm going to suffer persecution for what I stand to believe is righteousness and integrity, then so be it. So be it. Let that persecution come. That will cause the light to shine even brighter. The darker the place, the greater your light will shine. But everything comes. I have to go back. It comes to our vertical relationship with Jesus. And then you combine that with your horizontal relationship with your brothers and sisters. And what does that form? The cross speaks of dying. We're not alive for ourselves, friends. We're alive for him. We are alive for him. To shine his light. To share his love, to give people Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Can I ask the um, keyboardist to just come up and play? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you for hunger. We thank you for hunger. Father, I'm asking that you would make your people hungry. That you would make your people desperate. That they would not be satisfied with the status quo of life. Let them taste and see Taste and see. Taste and see. It's as you go. Preach the gospel of the kingdom. Heal the sick. Cleanse the lepers. Raise the dead. Cast out demons. Freely you received. You got to give it away. What you received here the discipleship, the training, the mentoring it's for a purpose. It's so that you can give away that which you receive. The people out there need the revelation of Jesus that each and every one of you in here carries. They need the Jesus that you are carrying. They need it. They're lost and dying. They were created in His image. They just don't know. When we go out Saturday... I pray, Lord, remove the veil from their eyes that they might see you, Jesus. One encounter with Jesus and your life will be forever changed. When I surrendered my heart to Jesus, April 28th, 1990, my life was forever changed. Is there any visitors here today, You've, first-time visitors? No first-time visitors. So I'm trusting everybody here. What we do, welcome, brother. Do you know Jesus? You have Jesus in your heart. You're born again. Hallelujah. So everybody here is born again. Is there anybody here that hasn't surrendered their heart to Jesus? If that's you, today is the day of salvation. Today is the day of salvation. Not tomorrow, it's today. I was a hopeless alcoholic and drug addict till I met Jesus. Jesus is the answer. Whatever the question is, Jesus is the answer. He is the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father but through Jesus. Muhammad ate the way. Buddha's not the way. Harry Krishna's not the way. New Age is not the way. Jesus is the only way. It's why I would give away everything I have twice to follow him. And I have no doubt he's going to supply all of our need. Above and beyond that we could even ask or imagine. So this is what I feel like is going to happen. I didn't run this by Pastor Joe, but I feel this is what the Lord wants to do. We're going to take up an offering. This is a different type of offering. Ooh, it got quiet there. Ooh, I felt that. This is an offering of your life. Are you ready to fully surrender your life? That's the offering we're taking this morning. If you're fully ready to surrender your whole heart and put your full trust in Him, then you must come forward. What are you waiting for? You should be here already, you should be up here already. We need to fully be surrendered to him. Do you want the more? Are you hungry for more of him? He's looking for fully surrendered hearts, fully surrendered lives. He's looking for a people of purity, of passion, of purpose who will follow him to the darkest alleys of Chicago Who will love their lives, not even unto death. We as Christians cannot be afraid to die. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. It means we're with Him. Fear. Fear is your greatest enemy. Timothy says, 2 Timothy 1.7, I've not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Perfect love cast out all fear. Fear has no place here. Ah, is anybody hungry for more? Is anybody hungry for more? Holy Spirit, fall on your children. Holy Spirit, fall on your children. Have your way in this place. Have your way in this place. Mary we need to be like Mary Mary said be it unto me according to your word Lord are you ready lift up your hands and surrender all that you have Lord all that you have for us all that you have for me this this afternoon Lord, be it unto me according to your word. Father, I pray for an impartation to be released of hunger for your word. Empower your people with signs and wonders and miracles. Give them courage and boldness to proclaim your word in truth, in righteousness, and to walk uprightly all the days of their life. Father, fill your children.
1: Fill them with your love. Them with your gifts, stir up the gift within them, in courage and boldness, the Holy Ghost and fire, baptize us in the Holy Ghost and fire, baptize us.